everybody and welcome to this week's podcast, Who Get In The Early Years. My name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training and support. With all the work that we try to do, we're all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside your well-being and self-care. So welcome. Thank you for joining me. This week we're looking at how we can feel safe and how you might try and recognise safety in your own home and the things that you do within your provision in nursery or at school or in your home if you're a childminder. So imagine this, you've had a really terrible day at work. First of all, a member of your team has rung up and said they're not going to be in work today, they're feeling really poorly. So then you have to reshuffle your day, thinking about who their groups can work with. You decide that you're going to take them and have two groups together at once. You arrange for another member of staff from a different part of your nursery or school to come and cover. And as lovely as they are, they just don't know the children. Um, and it just ends up being really tough on yourself. Just before lunch, you head over to the toilet area and you notice that the whole room is flooded. There's water all over the floor. Somebody's decided to get the toilet roll and block the sink up and then leave the taps flowing. So you spend the next 15 minutes mopping that floor, trying to get the children ready for lunch, work out that you're going to be late, and then you get told off by the lunchtime team. Um, yeah, your afternoon isn't much better either really chaotic afternoon and then just to top it all off really a parent comes to you at home time to say they're really unhappy about how their child's gone home with paint all over their top oh you know that feeling don't you why so all you really want to do is just get home yeah you find yourself stuck in traffic on the way home takes you forever to get there but then you're finally back, you're finally in your home, back to your safe place. Now, if you watched our Who Get In Early Years conference, um, and you can still listen to our individual sessions, they're available to the end of the month, uh, just throwing it in there, you will have heard that Melinda Talcum presented for us a session on creating homely touches in your house. And during her session, she talks a lot about how your home is your safe place. The place that you go back to at the end of a really tough day. The space where you can just be yourself and you can let it all go if it needs to. Have you ever thought what makes it feel like a home for you? Would it still feel like your safe place if your home was shared by different people? Would your home still be your safe place if you ended up having to move in with somebody else? What is it? What is the uniqueness about what your home is? What is it about it that makes it special for you? Creating all of that safeness. Now, we've just moved house. You might have heard me say over the last few episodes. Um, so we're in the process of doing a little bit of renovation and yeah, just trying to make it feel like ours as well. Now, my partner, he's an architect and he's got a really keen eye for interior design as well. 
which is great. And I always say he does a fabulous job of designing how our actual house will look. But he always says to me, and he reminds me, that I'm actually the one that brings the homeliness to it. So I'm the one, he tells me, that captures the things that we love, paying detail to all those tiny little things that matter, and I pop them into our space. So for instance, our photographs of our favourite adventures around the world, the photographs that are captured in the moment as somebody pushes me in the snow that's so deep, I'm nearly covered in it. Those are the things that we've got around the walls of our house. And we've got the old family photos as well of Christmases gone by that bring back that nostalgic feeling of what Christmases used to be like. And they're the special things, really. It's looking back on those things and making us think, yeah, this is my special place. This is home. Matt also talks about the way I scent our house. So the smells that we bring to it. So things like um, having the lovely warming orange um, essential oil that I sprinkle everywhere. Um, I'm sure that's not always to, uh, to Matt's delight, but... Yeah, he seems to say it makes him think of home. Um, other things that we have as well, you know, the smell of cooking. For me, the smell of our wood-burning stove. Um, when I get home from work and I can smell that Matt's lit it, and I know that we're going to have a lovely tea and a glass of wine by the fire, that for me brings that feeling of, Oh, I've had such a busy day, but I'm home again now. I'm in my great place and yeah, I can just be myself. I can put my pajamas on and yeah, just relax. Um, another thing that makes it feel like home for me is when I hear the sound of my cat's footsteps on the wooden floor. You know, that lovely sort of pattering sound as they're maybe running down the carpets and just sort of get onto your wooden hallway and you can hear them coming. And it just reminds me that our house is alive. Even when we're not physically in the building, the house has still got a heartbeat. So yeah, for me, my home is my safe place. For you, your safe place might be somewhere different. It might be a place that you go to outside. Perhaps you've got a favourite walk in your area that you do and you go to if you've had a stressful day. For many of the children that we look after, that we have within our care day to day, they might not have home as their safe place either. It might be that for them, the place where they feel themselves is actually your setting, your room, your school, because at home they feel quite fearful. Perhaps they don't feel like they can be themselves. Perhaps home is very chaotic and there's no routine and they don't know what's coming or going, which makes our job even more important. It makes it even more crucial that we create that homely, nurturing environment within our setting. And that's why on my Hugo accreditation, I talk about getting rid of the tables, not having lots and lots of tables that are at the same height, but instead replacing them with different platforms. So you've got different areas for children to work on. You've got a softness in your environment as well that brings in that coziness with your cushions and beanbags and throws and drapes. You've also got the smell of your classroom. And this might sound like a really funny thing to say, but smell is a way that we really connect our senses and we tell ourselves through that sense that we're safe. 
And that could be from maybe um, providing breakfast for your children every morning. And it could be that smell of toast or porridge that the children experience as soon as they get to you that lets them think, oh, I'm back to where I know I can be me again. I'm back to that space where I can say what I like. I can be myself. I know that I'm valued here. And it's funny how that smell can just bring back that feeling. Perhaps it's getting outside for your young children. Perhaps the moment you open that door to your outdoor provision, the smell of the cool air drifting in makes them feel like, yes, this is where I want to be. Or how about that freshness of the air? You know, after it's rained and you're playing outside near the, near the mud, it's quite a, a funny smell, but I quite like it. And again, for me, it relaxes my senses as well. And it might do the same for the children. It might make them feel happier. So yeah, when we're thinking about feeling safe, we want to make sure that our provision that we're setting up is allowing the children to feel that way. So that we're really engaging the senses as well. How about walking around your provision and doing a smell audit? What can you smell? Maybe some of the smells won't be so great. So do something about it. How could you change it? Because smell just plays such an important part on our feelings. And we want our children to feel secure when they're with us. So yeah, there are a few reflections from myself about how we can feel safe and how we can really try and promote this in our provision and also reflect on it in our home. Well, thank you so much for joining me for our podcast today. If you've enjoyed it, why don't you send me a screenshot of you listening to it and I'll send you a message back. Or if you found it really useful and you're thinking of a friend or a colleague that would benefit from it, send it on to them. I really want to just empower as many educators as I can to, to just feel like they're themselves, like they can do what it is they're wanting to achieve. And the more people that this podcast reaches and the more messages I get from you all lets me see that I'm not alone in the way I think. And that actually there's quite a, a big group of us that, that are very like-minded and we, we think in this calm and nurturing way when it comes to um supporting our children and supporting ourselves so yeah share it pass it on leave me a review i would love that but for now have a really lovely day and don't forget go smelling your provision in your house and see how it makes you feel okay folks we'll have a great day bye